0: City Sport on Community Radio for Kenny City is sponsored by Michael Ling Motors main Hyundai dealer. OK, uh, it's 22, nearly 23 minutes past uh, midday and uh, we're breaking away from the race and we had no dogs so we have a little window now and we are going to talk to David Herity. How are you David? Great Pat, how are you keeping? You're very welcome. First time in here. Do you know what, the last, I was actually in here when I
1: was in, I think it was 5th class or 6th class. <laughs> the so? last I was in here was singing. Oh. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Do oh a deer, female deer, that was it. Come that was on,
0: do it again. <laughs> what would they say, a reprise? That was the last
1: time, yes. Bringing back memories, I was with Sean Costello back then, That's Harry. There was five of us there, yeah.
0: A legend, Sean Costello. Absolutely
1: brilliant, yeah. He really brought Dunamaghan to, uh, brought hurling to a, a new level in Dunamaghan. He yeah. used to bring in the, the school kind of blitzes there at... At lunchtimes and after mm. schools, and he was I uh, was brilliant, yeah, because that that's where you started off really hurling. Yeah, up until that point, it got you into it. And even yeah. I know, kind of when he, he he left, there was a bit of a gap there, and those kind of school leagues kind of fell to the side. Yeah, uh, yeah. they they would they would well and truly back now. At the moment, it's mm. uh, it's it's brilliantly and very well run. At the mo at the moment, they have a great day every single year. Um, it's on in the evening time I was at it there this year and uh Jesus was massive crowds yeah it's great to see it back
0: yeah and of course you have two uh, you have two schools have you done a Magan and Kilmigany? it was Imagen and
1: Kilmagani yeah. and Kells, yeah. And Kells all, yeah yeah, that's
0: right yeah, yeah
1: yeah, so we'd all kind of join up and uh, yeah you'd be in you know you the big anticipation would have been when that sheet came out or was put up on the the window and you saw who was on your team <laughs>
0: yeah of course and it was on yeah.
1: obviously the brothers and then you just kind of look at Noel Hickey's team we had Noel and Cannis and Sean O'Neill <laughs> and they'd just hammer everyone oh like <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you just knew how it was coming. Yeah. You did, yeah. 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 Right. Uh listen, you've um you you've I suppose written a book. Would that be the right thing to say? Or you've produced oh, a book. Produced it. a on says goalkeeping.
1: It, it yeah. It is, yeah, Pat. I, I um I suppose had a bit of a downtime there when the. Intercounty finished with Kildare, and uh, my evens were free. And I know at this time of the year, it's kind of two times of the year when people really focus in on goalkeeping. As the it's kind of January when everyone's buzzing to go back and try and give everything they can to the best. to, to their whole panel, and they want to kind of look at the goalkeepers and do a bit with them. And also this time of the year, I think when um, coaches probably realise, for want of a better phrase, where they they haven't even spent a minute with. Um, they don't even know the goalkeepers' names, kind of on the team. Yeah, I can yeah, say yeah. that this, and then they realised championship is coming around, so it's time to do, you know, get the keepers active and uh, do something with them. So that's why I put together the the six week program for the the goalkeepers. And again, it's I know there's a lot out there at the moment for the football and goalkeepers because obviously it's uh, it's a very attractive position. The fact that they can come out the field now mm, and kick mm. points in the other finals and semi-finals is. Um, it's very attractive, but f- for an actual progression to see where your keepers at week one and try and bring them on a program for until week six, that's where I wanted to get at. That it's not just a series of individual activities; that is an actual uh, a structure to it.
0: Uh, just looking at this now, uh, how many? Uh goalkeepers can you work with doing this program do you just work with one or how many people do you need to do the the, the program you
1: can the minimum is two people it's either a, a goalkeeper and a sub goalkeeper so again if 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 there was a goalkeeper yeah. out there and that again I'm not saying that you know all most inter-county teams obviously have a goalkeeping coach now clubs don't have that the manager and the coach is is focused in are focused in on all the rest of the players so at times then if um, a goalkeeper had that and had a structure there to go up with their sub-goalie or with another coach or selector or an injured player they can go up and uh, work away at it. So it's a minimum of two. The amount of goalkeepers can be anything. Honestly yeah, can be right. community. Once you have it once you have it laid out and you have it prepared and organized. I've done sessions of this before, up to fifty goalkeepers. Now I'm not just mm. saying like again, you need your you need your coaches there as well to keep an eye of on course, the different you need but, the backup, yeah. But mm. exactly but you, you can you can structure it in whatever way you want for the amount of peak, uh, goalkeepers that you have.
0: Have you done the six week with, uh, with with players now, you're like, uh, yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and it is, it's um, like even the different stages there where you're kind of you know, it, it deals with footwork and communication. Yeah. They're possibly the two that you see the biggest difference with because obviously, footwork is absolutely key to, to every element of goalkeeping. A lot of people focus in on if the keeper has uh, dropped the ball into the net and they say he's poor yeah, catching, yeah, yeah. but that can be simply because their footwork weren't quick enough to get over and, and catch mm-hmm. the ball basically in front of their head that their that their footwork that they're when they're running backwards they're looking behind them and they're key taking their eye off the ball so it's a uh, mm-hmm. uh, footwork is massive the, obviously the communication then is key martin Fogarty had said it to me years ago that if um if everyone does their job out the field that the keeper shouldn't have anything to do which yeah. is a, which is a great quote mm. i've said that I, I think if the goalkeeper if their communication level is at the level where it should be it's a uh, very little should get in at the goalkeeper if they've mm. organised. I said the goalkeeper has kind of two main jobs, and that is to control his backs and control the box. Mm. Anything that comes mm-hmm. into that area. So again, it, it takes a, it's a structured approach for the communication, how to build on that week on week off to one player's in front with a, basically their eyes closed. To all of a sudden, you're controlling a full set of six backs. Mm. But I, I, I think puck out wise, you know, the other things like. Um, first touch saves and and so on and low blocks. I think a lot of these things naturally I think coaches kinda of do with their goalkeepers, albeit it's it's mainly on the twenty one with about five or ten balls and they're yeah, yeah. belting straight at them. Yeah. But it's trying to progress that on as well. And then it's obviously the what's key as well is the game based approach there. That's to obviously to to bring their goalkeeper in and include them with the rest of the players. We tend to either when we are doing something with them the keepers are either filling in or they're not you yeah. know or are up their own ends there it's the way we kind of speak to our goalkeepers as well it's kind of like will you go off and do your own bit or <laughs> yeah, will you yeah. fill in like you're yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. you're nearly just convenient or you're an inconvenience on the team where it's it's nice to actually include Have them. you
0: suffered that?
1: <laughs> ah, you, you do yeah and it is a case of going look do we need you do we need him like you know do we need him and kind of they're looking at you and going no we don't you can go off and do whatever you want like and it's
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, okay. Like the run to the litter. <laughs> it is, though. <laughs> Thankfully, it's changed with the likes
1: of Owen Murphy and Nicky Quaid and these yeah, lads are, course, yeah. are making, you know, even Anthony Nash, when he used to be coming up the field and burying the ball in the back mm. of the net. Uh, it has changed over the last few years and you do see um, a, a lot more underage... Keepers wanting to get into goal, um, but it, but again that comes down to the big question you're always asked is kind of how do you get a goalkeeper involved? Or how, but it's like it's about spending time. I was going to say we all want to be loved, Pat. In life, yeah, yeah, spend yeah. Spend some time, whether it's your your partner, or it's not, or your coach. Spend some time mm. with the goalkeeper, and if they see that, and if players see that this one player in particular or two players are getting one-to-one attention they'll want a bit of that as well
0: well uh, funnily enough you now I was at a match up in Dunhamagan during the week and it was uh, Thursday evening yeah. and you know it was windy enough and uh, the Dunhamagan were playing and uh, they played with the wind in the first half and had a nice lead and all the rest but the second half they were playing into the wind and the goalkeeper nearly dictated the game his his puck-outs were absolutely brilliant. He gave possession to dunham every single time. Yeah. And with the result, they got the ball up the field from their puck-out every time. He was outstanding now. in, in, in a, He was really good goalkeeper. But his puck-outs in the second half were just outstanding and and he dictated they're nearly I suppose you, you're looking at goalkeepers now in Hurland they're nearly gone like quarterbacks and that they, they like are, they, yeah. they, they, they're restarting the game so often they are but once you look at? Yeah. again if you were
1: to if you were to give the ball or say at the start of it uh, a match that your best player is going to have the ball yeah, 30 times or 35 times you'd spend all day trying to make sure that they're they have the best coaching but again that's what the goalkeeper has before yeah, you start yeah. they're going to have the ball between puck outs and Outfield, you look at again. I would have kind of looked back in a lot of games or this year and kind of researched that Nicky Quaid has had the ball twelve times from open play in the Munster final Mm. just alone. From that, let alone the other thirty puckers that he had on top. So again, it's it's extremely important. Where I actually think a lot where Nicky Quaid is is ahead on the puck out side of things is the fact that he's he's outstanding at mid range puck outs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Aina yeah.
1: Murphy's outstanding as well. And mm. and Limerick made reference to that after the semi final when.
0: That's the Galway goalkeeper. Yeah, Darren yeah.
1: Donovan and John Kiley both mentioned it afterwards. Mm. If one of them mentioned it, you, you mightn't. Uh, Y- you mightn't pay much attention Ten but the two of them two said that did, yeah. he's, he's very deceptive in his puckers the way he's able to actually pinpoint to midfielders and, ha- and the kind of the half-backs mm. half-forwards generally keepers either go short or they go long but mm-hmm. that mid-range puck-out is the one that unlocks a lot of defence and I, I actually think it's the, it's the one that has to teams have to go after to try and unlock the likes of Limerick as well because they have that key at the moment mm.
0: Did you find it hard you know he had all these ideas did you find it hard to put it on on on, on paper what you want you to get across, the illustrations now are very good. Of course, that you show the the their illustrations in kind of pictorially, if you like. Or I must give a, a yeah, shout
1: out to to my wife for that one. She, yeah, she's quite good artistic on that yeah, side of yeah. things.
0: That was it. It's
1: it's honestly not bad. Uh, it wasn't difficult. It, it because it's it, you're doing it. You're doing it kind of without even knowing it down for yeah, years yeah. anyway of how you want to progress everything on. Like I know there's. They can kind afford of eight activities, but it's even the progressions on each one of those activities as well. The the ninety six progressions as well that um, naturally you're doing that as a as a keeper as a goalkeeping coach anyway, with um, yeah. your goalkeeper. So it was just a matter of getting what was in your head down on paper. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. And uh, it's uh, if you like any age or any standard.
1: It yeah. is. It's a it's ability. It's based on ability rather than age, because yeah. again, you can have. An outstanding young goalkeeper. I saw one of them there. Was in doing the uh, coaching, goalkeeper coaching course with um, Paddy Flynn. Had asked me in with Kenny back at the start of June, and like you had a young keeper there from the village. He's Paul Darmley's nephew.
0: Mm.
1: Um, I thought he was outstanding in, in what he was Paul,
0: doing. That's Paul. That's up in Kildare. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know
1: who he was. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, the young man was until Paul was said it to me afterwards. Goes, yeah, you had my nephew. Um, he might have had a village top on yeah, him, and yeah. then it just dawned on me. But he was outstanding so again and there was a, another keeper th- there that was uh that was present and again you're you're kind of going through the different stages and st- just say you might start off with a very young keeper and you might even if just say catching you might be throwing the ball in from 20 yards mm-hmm. and see where they're at and then you're you're pushing it on to you're always trying to find the keeper's ugly zone yeah 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 where, where they're just about failing yeah and trying to push them onto that level. But some of them some of the keepers were in fifteen, sixteen, seventeen and they were very, very good. Mm-hmm. Like very good. So again, you wouldn't you wouldn't jump in at the throwing level, you jump in you jump in way up, like you find their level and push it on from there.
0: Uh, yeah, actually last weekend now the you know, we were all talking about we were talking about all the games that went on last weekend and lads were asked for their highlights. And a few of the lads here, uh, the the highlighted the the standard of goalkeeping. And you know, in the yeah. local
1: championships, that was outstanding. Yeah, I, yeah. I only I saw a few reports. I saw Stephen Murphy put off a few outstanding saves, and again, Dara Hulam was yeah. brilliant again for Dixburg there last weekend. But mm. it's, uh, I, I, I kind of do know that the, some of the lads are getting a lot of work and attention as well. Like, so mm. no, so like. When there's such fine margins in the club championship and especially I think this year more than ever with the likes of maybe Colin Fenley and Joey Holland gone and everyone sees yeah, yeah, that there's yeah. a, a real, sure there she, really yeah. is to win mm. a title there um, everyone is starting to put that extra bit of attention into their goalkeepers as well which is about mm. bloody time Pat. I suppose
0: <laughs> Right uh, You were with Kildare for the last what was
1: it, five years? Five years, Pat, yeah. So Yeah,
0: I didn't think it was that long,
1: but COVID happened in the middle yeah. of that, all right. And I suppose the, the, the championship finishes up fairly early. Year one it finished up in jeez, it was it was early May by the time we actually got bet uh, mm. in the Christie Ring. And then we've had a I suppose then you had a few shortened windows. So year two was the twenty twenty one was uh, the championship was six weeks long. Yeah. By the time we came back, which is ridiculous. And then twenty twenty one again was twelve weeks long so it's a very short kind of season you're kind of in and you're out and in the last two obviously we've mm. got a good run at it but it's uh
0: but the, no one knew you were probably up at all the club games and keeping an eye on what, what was happening and but keeping you have an to. eye on injuries and all that type of thing
1: it's non-stop the, the, the off season is more difficult than the actual in season because at least at least with the in season everyone's together and you're meeting them and you can talk to them openly but off season you're it's very difficult to know really what's going on and mm. and at any stage like you're tr- you're constantly trying to build a panel and any developing uh manager of a sorry of a developing county is constantly trying to make sure that they have a panel like even last year i would have had a panel of 44 heading into september october and then all of a sudden the phone calls start coming in going i'm yeah. going traveling or i'm going off back to college or i'm retiring and next thing that whittles it down and you could just in the the blink of an eye you could go from 44 down to 32 yeah and then the panic starts because then you start ringing people, and you could ring six to get one. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I'd say when I was in Kildare probably year one, I definitely rang eighty-two to get a, sorry, to get a panel of uh, thirty-three. Right. And then I'd say as the years went on I could have rang anything up to about a hundred and thirty lads to get panels. Keep going like so. Shame. It's it's but it that's that's what every mm. developing county I think goes through, and some of them are just uh, some of the. The Pans Ignace were very good to us. Minute were very good. Aireau, uh kind of just three off the top of my head there that would have always kind of made sure that they encouraged their players to come in. And look, thankfully we were blessed. By the end of it, we had the majority of the best players in Killeur, so that did help.
0: Yeah. Sorry, and of course, course. Yeah. course Patty had a good Cuffs Grange man beside him as yeah. well to give him a hand to Nigel O'Hara is yeah.
1: outstanding and he's, uh, initially, I was going to bring in Nigel as a kind of a, a second coach underneath a, a, another coach I was bringing in a, and he, I suppose, would work at the last minute he had to pull out and Nigel was, um, I suppose, thrown in at the deep end there as head manager. But even from session one, I could, like I know Nigel from college, from yeah, St. Pat's, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I know he's a great hurling brain, but I, I could never have imagined he was as good a coach
0: as he turned right. out to be. He yeah. is
1: outstanding. Like, he's Lee McCarty material. It's only a matter of time... Yeah. when he's going to actually be a Lee McCarthy coach. Well, is he's he still
0: good. with Nafina? He is with Nafina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unfinished business there. Well, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: seems to be. But, oh. yeah, God love them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're getting closer and closer every year. Even the likes then this year with Donald Burke going, uh, it's going to make it a little bit more difficult. But uh, Is he gone, yeah. yeah? He's gone, yeah. Remember against Clare, he yeah. went off after oh, right, yeah, five, yeah. six yeah. minutes. He, yeah. he had a small bit of a, a knee, a problem with the knee. They were hoping that it would be a... Probably a two or three month job at the end of the season, but he then kind of ruptured something in the oh. knee anyway. So he's gone for the nine months.
0: Mm.
1: But Nigel Hare is a is is absolutely outstanding. Yeah,
0: yeah. Listen, uh, David, uh, six week progression program for hurling and camogie goalkeepers. Where can they get this uh, this uh, excellent book? you
1: can Get on hurlingkeeper.ie, Pat, if right. anyone
0: wants to. Or from yourself.
1: Get it from myself. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a, you can follow the link. It's on Twitter as well. There, yeah. uh, David Harty, if they if anyone wishes to go on and. Brilliant. I'll purchase it.
0: Well done. And sure uh, there's no doubt uh, we'll be talking to you again. You'll be you'll, you'll emerge somewhere uh, with with some team.
1: Please God, Pat, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, that is all yet to be decided, I suppose. And you'll be thinking about you have a young family and uh, you're also down teaching down Thomaston and all the rest all that has to be taken in.
1: That's it, yeah. Hopefully right. we can get Thomastown back to win a few games now. The last few years hasn't been the best with under in the school, so hopefully this year we can get a few wins. Surely you surely have a good goalkeeper, anyway. Right <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah.
0: That's
1: it. Underage—that's always say at underage level, you need a good goalkeeper and a good fullback, yeah, and if you have that, yeah, you're, yeah, 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 it's yeah. a good start.
0: Listen, David, thanks for coming in. Thanks very much, Pat. Thanks, that's David Herity there, and uh, his uh, book is six-week progression program for hurling and Camogie goalkeepers. It's available from David, and also if you go on the web, uh, www.hurlingkeeper.ie, uh, and uh, you will get all the details there. It's an excellent book, and. Uh, Uh, the the, the goalkeeper is starting to get true recognition he's no longer going to be the runt (laughs) thanks David City Sport on Community Radio Clikennie City is sponsored by Michael Ling Motors main Ford dealer